What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. My name is Adam. I am your host. So on today's episode, I want to talk to everyone about kind of just it's it's more it's not really I don't know if I'm going to have any specific information in this in this uh, episode, but I want to start it out and kind of start with the premise that uh, everybody could be wrong. You know, I think everybody has I don't think anybody knows everything. And I even want to say that about some of the stuff that I'm talking about. I think that in sports cards, um, and I put out, so I put out a tweet, I think yesterday, and I was saying that even if, even if you listen to 50 different podcasts, even if you consume all the hobby content, that you should, you should probably try and focus on what you think about something, and. I've even said this in the past where I would rather die. Oh, well, yeah, die. I don't want to say that it's so extreme, but I would rather it's, it, it's an expression. I would rather die on my own sword than someone else's. And kind of the, the point of the tweet was that you you can find all this research, you can do all, you can look at all the content, and but then you ultimately have to make the decision yourself. You shouldn't you shouldn't be making a decision because someone told you to. I think. You know, from an investment standpoint, I think there are people who give their picks, and that's, I mean, it's totally fine to me. I think if people want to give their picks, that's, I mean, it's the same thing as sports betting, in my opinion. Like, there's there's people who pay for sports picks, and then there's people who don't pay for sports picks. And I'm not saying one way is better than the other, but I'm saying that I think that you can find it's it's almost similar to if you've heard Gary V talk about this like people buying like masterminds and online courses. Yes, I think those things are those are good resources for people to use in their strategy, but it shouldn't be what what those people are saying shouldn't be the end all be all. And the being wrong side of it, I'm still I feel like I'm still wrong on almost probably almost a daily basis where my opinion either changes or I got a piece of information incorrect. Um, if you listen to the podcast I did the other day about the about the ch- uh, tops update checklist, I said that uh, the rookies of the year had already been announced, which they hadn't. That was the sporting news rookie of the year, which is I've seen sporting news become more of an outlet uh, recently for these types of awards. And, but but not for the official MLB uh, rookie of the year. So I got that specific thing wrong. It was about sporting. It was the sporting news rookies of the year in the MLB. So I, you know, it's not like a huge deal. But for me, I think it's important to try and get stuff as close to correct as possible. And I know sometimes on podcasts, I can even you'll you'll even listen and you'll be like I'll I'll say like um like for the Luca cards I think a couple weeks ago I thought they were around like 8 or 900 dollars and they were 1300 dollars. So stuff like that is like I'm wrong almost on a daily basis. So like stuff that I'm saying I think should be part of your cycle of research and information, but I am trying to also be entertaining as well. Like I don't think that like I could go into the numbers specifically and pull up a bunch of numbers every single day and I do I do that because or I do that sometimes because the da- data in my opinion is I think sports card data is very interesting and I like sharing inf- interesting information 
Uh, but I'm also trying to be entertaining. Like, I'm not trying to uh, drown everybody in data because if I did that, it's like then then I kind of then I get to a point where it's like, well, if I'm wrong about something, that's kind of an indictment on the type of content that I'm producing. And even in even in content itself, like on Instagram, there's times where I put something out and then someone DMs me and then the concept that I use was completely wrong. Like over, let's go back to maybe, I think it probably would have been December or January, the image, yeah, it would have been December or January, the images for Bowman Chrome came out, and when they had the Luis Robert rookie card, I thought that the image that they were using was for the first April release of Bowman, which... And I put out this whole thing, and I wrote this whole long, not long, but I wrote this whole, like, probably, like, 200-word post on Instagram about how they were changing up what they were doing and how they were, last year, they didn't, they had the, uh, they had the prospect checklist and not the, they had the prospects and not a, and then an MLB checklist, but all of the rookies that were, uh, rookies that year were on the prospect checklist in the first April Bowman release, and then Bowman Chrome is when those players got their rookie cards, at their actual Bowman rookie cards. And I put out this whole post about how they're doing it different, and then a bunch of people reached out and they were like, "I don't understand the post that you're talking about. Like, what is different?" And then I and then I went into explaining how like Vladimir Guerrero Jr. has two Bowman cards. He has one from, but one that's a Bowman rookie that's from Bowman Chrome, and then one that's he was on the Bowman prospect checklist and then someone was like no you the information that you were looking at was Bowman Chrome it wasn't the Bowman baseball so like that was I was just completely wrong about the concept and it it, it happened kind of similarly actually with a podcast that I recorded earlier this week that unfortunately got released yesterday um I I because what what, ha- what happens when I record podcasts sometimes is uh, Anchor, if you're on the app, it doesn't allow you to just draft it right away. So you, you have to schedule it for the future. You can't just set it to draft and then leave it and then schedule it when you want. So I set, um, I set a pot. I said, yeah, there was a podcast that came out yesterday that was talking about prison football, which I thought there was a ton of great stuff in there. And I actually contemplated putting it out, but it was like, there, it was like 75, 25, uh, content that was around a premise that was incorrect like uh, some of the content I was talking about which I wasn't technically incorrect but um the full the full prism release wasn't pushed back like there was something there's something called uh prism no huddle which is which is just basically like a a parallel version um I think someone said it was like the um I forget, actually, hold on, let me go to Twitter, because that's where someone replied to my tweet and actually told me exactly, like, what it was. I'm trying to find it. Um, And this is another, this is an issue that I'm actually trying to, trying to stop is, like, looking stuff up while I'm recording the podcast, because... Obviously, if someone's listening to the podcast and they're hearing me go, oh, I'm just going to look this up, like, let me type this in, like, and then I spell something wrong, and then I'm on the spot, and it's taking a long time. People don't, that's not entertaining, that's not something people want to listen to. So, that's something I'm trying to fix, um, you know, because there are, 
you know the re- the reviews people are putting in reviews and some pe- some people I think are giving good reviews and then there are some reviews that are coming from a place where I think they want to they want to like the podcast these people like there's two or three reviews that are pretty not good um and one of them was just like one was from one was from an episode I did about the MLS and I was looking a bunch of stuff up and it was exactly what I just said that I need to try and stop doing it because it was it was me continuously like pausing and looking stuff up uh, instead of even just pausing the episode pausing the recording which is realistically what I going back that's how I would have fixed that thing how I would have fixed that process instead of looking up five or six different things and like Instead of looking five or six other things up, I would have just paused the episode, looked it up, and then kind of re-come back into the episode. And that, you know, I mean, that issue does happen sometimes. I try and, I a lot of the stuff, like I have kind of a, a general outline or a general thesis and general information that when I start the podcast that I, that I have the information in my head and then what ends up happening is as I keep going, I will, like other other stuff will pop into my head other thoughts other concepts and then I want to talk about that as well so then that's kind of where you'll see me veer off the path of what the point of the podcast was as well so there are improvements that I'm trying to make um another I think one of the other reviews was basically just saying that I don't get my point out I don't get my points out as clearly as I would like which I'm still in the first year of the podcast so I understand I think as much as that is a negative a negative feed piece of feedback it's not necessarily totally inaccurate like i think there's definitely times where i try and get a point out and then i will either say this i will say something that's the opposite or i will say something and then i'll try and reiterate what i'm saying by saying it differently so it's not necessarily a, i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing because like i said I, i'm trying to I'm trying to convey concepts that may seem simple on the surface, but that, in my opinion, have a couple different layers that I'm trying to convey in a complex way to make it an interesting, unique opinion. So that's what happens sometimes when I'm doing the doing the podcast and why sometimes you'll hear and and I guess I'm not trying to make this whole podcast about how I'm trying to get to make it better and stuff like that it's more about concepts in general and oh and then I found the the tweet it was uh fast break disco effects on the no huddle so like that podcast was about how they were pushing the prism release back which they are pushing the hobby release back but the no huddle release is still coming out on the 18th I guess which because if you go to blowout cards and you go to those two listings the no huddle says that it's coming out on the 18th and prism still says that it's coming out on December 2nd. So I don't necessarily know what is and what isn't correct there. Cause, and then the concepts were, well, why did they push it back? So that's why I talked about, like I talked about breaking and all that type of stuff. And I thought that was pretty good. And I think there's still, I may try and chop up the episode or listen to it back and try and think of some of the points that I had and re-release the episode. I'm not maybe around prism. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Uh, just because it's like, I, I, I don't know it, it. And I, and I actually, the episode, well, like you said, like I said, it got, it got released on accident, which isn't like a huge deal. Like, it, like I said, the, the concepts in there, the only real major flaw of that episode was just the fact that I thought prism, the release got pushed back and the, the whole release, not the, the no huddle release. And so I even, I even had that episode downloaded, had the YouTube video ready and then I was like, 
the whole the whole premise of the YouTube video as well was that Prism was being Prism was being pushed back. So I just looked at that and I said, well, I can't release that because that's that's completely incorrect. Like that's and it's not even like I said. It, and I I listened back to some of the episode and. I listened back to try and figure out what the percentage was, and as I was skipping through, I did notice a lot of the time it was saying that Prism was being pushed back. So I'm incorrect. There's people that are incorrect all the time, and I know that. I know that as a content person that puts out this type of information, I think it can it can be a dangerous line for me and for anybody who puts out this type of con or puts out the hobby content information because. There is money involved in there's money and then there's also the enjoyment of cards that are kind of I try and find a I try and find a decent mix and I don't know if I, you know sometimes I don't think that I I don't think that I mean to go completely towards the money completely towards the investing or and I don't mean to go completely towards the hobby collecting and the hobby commentary but if I were to if I were to choose, I would I would want to skew more towards the hobby commentary because I just find that stuff more interesting. Like how I find the stuff that's like how the sports card companies can make sports card make sports cards better, or how certain sets are like this, and how um, certain and and may and I don't, I don't know if you would say that like talking about Ronaldo and Messi cards are uh, like uh, the the sales of those would that be hobby commentary or is that like investing because I think there are times where I if you're listen if you listen to the podcast you've heard this you'll say that I think that I think that so and so is a pretty good player but I don't necessarily think that it would be right of me to like cuz I I don't know cuz I think it it is content and that's kind of the other issue is like Saying this stuff and making predictions is important content, and I don't know. I mean, I think the hobby commentary side of the podcast and the content does does mix into the investing in sports cards and money type related side. But I think it, it if 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 I try and mix them too much that's where i think my opinion on something can change and it can be it can be wishy-washy of what i actually think of that um and the thing that i've noticed is like there i think comp i think content has very much become for me at least and i, I think i don't know i, I, I don't want to say because you know, I, I i was listening to the card talk pod and they were talking about uh, they were on with Adam Lefko, and they were asking Ryan, uh, Card Collector 2, about what it's like to have been in this hobby for so long and then see people coming in and having opinions and basing kind of some of their information off of what's going on now, not not basing it off of the past. And Ryan, I think he is super – he's extremely smart. Like he is one of the – he's one of the hobby – I, I'll OGs. I think is my favorite term to use, and he is for sure one of them. Uh, who just owning a shop, being on Instagram, making all these sales, especially being in the shop. I think he probably sees a lot of stuff that someone like myself or someone like Lou or Tyler, who are also the co-hosts on the podcast, probably don't see because you know somebody who somebody who maybe 
brings cards into the shop doesn't want to sell them on eBay or whatever, they're probably, they maybe are bringing in something that's way different than what's going on on eBay. So I look at it that way. And I, and I also, like I said, I don't think that like giving picks is wrong. I think it's, it's content. So like if I'm saying that I like Anasu Fati or I like Erling Halan and but then I don't go out and buy the cards. Like, for me, I think that's okay. But I think that, I don't know. It's, you know, the other thing that's interesting, I see a lot of commentary on the hobby in general and on, like, a specific, not like, well, not even specific people. It's very, it's generalized, but it's, like, about certain accounts. But I don't see, I don't know, I don't even know who some of these people are talking about because, like, there's so much stuff in the hobby, and maybe it's me being naive a little bit, um, just from the fact that like I enjoy I enjoy everybody's content. So, and I'm not necessarily taking picks from anybody else. Like I'm definitely somebody who will take some information that someone gives me, and I will either use it for myself or I'll, I'll use it, and I will try and determine whether I think that player is good, the concept they're talking about is good, but I'm not just taking their information and then going out and buying something that I don't believe in. Like, I would never buy something because someone else told me to. Like, if I'm doing the research myself, that's where that's where you're going to find me actually making purchases. So there's that point, and I think... But I think making picks is a, is a style of content, is a type of content that I think is fine. Like, and I don't think... It, it, it really is like... That's kind of where the commentary comes into play, where people talk about like that type of content and they don't think like they think that everybody is like out here trying to just make money, which it's like it's kind of I don't know. That's the interesting part to me. It's like every realistically, everybody is out here trying to if you're buying and selling cards, you're trying to make money and whether you're trying to make money to make the money or to uh invest back into your piece your personal collection like everybody's trying to do it and influence is it's very interesting how people think that influence in the hobby is a bad thing because like every single like if you look at any industry influence is the one of the most important pieces of advertising that's used like influencer marketing is one of the biggest marketplaces for for companies, but like nobody, nobody seen, no one's like, that's wrong. It's like, like, for example, I think people, I saw a couple posts about Vegas Dave and he posted about some Derek Carr cars that he had and like that they've gone up. And it's like, I don't, he's just trying to make money. Like, I don't understand. It's not like he's, and now granted, I don't know if he's doing anything nefarious there, but I don't think he, I think that if he wants to sell these cards, it shouldn't, like you should know like you shouldn't be you should know that he's just trying to sell the cards. I feel like that's very obvious. I feel like or he's just talking about the cards because they went up in price. Like I I don't know. See, this is kind of the thing where if if he he's influencing the price of the cards by talking about them, but it's like who who is Anybody who's just taking what somebody says by gospel and going out and buying the cards, like, at that point, there's, I, I don't know what else there is to say about something like that. Like, you can't, in my opinion, it's hard, you can't do it that way. Like, if you want to, then that's 
I, that's how you want to do it. But then if you if you lose money, you then can't complain that, or you can complain because you can do whatever you want. That's kind of the that's the other over overlying piece of this information. Like if Vegas Dave wants to go out, if, and especially because he's specifically just being like, here are the Derek, I have Derek Carr, like, and he has said that he's had Derek Carr for however long. And if he now if Derek Carr is good and he wants to sell that. People, I can't, why are people so angry about it? It doesn't, or not angry, I've seen like two posts about it, but I'm just saying in general, like it's, I think it's an overlying theme with Vegas Dave and the hobby is that people think that he's trying to influence the card so he can make more money. It's like, uh, yeah, he probably is. Like, and I don't think there's, I don't, I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with that. I think that anybody who is taking somebody's word and saying, and and buying something because someone said something, people. If you're buying something because someone told you to, and you're not doing your own research, I don't think there is. I, there's nothing you can really do about that. Like, and as people in the hobby, we shouldn't be angry. We shouldn't be like, why? Why does this person because they have influence get to drive the price of the cards? Like, I don't know. Like, this is a is this is an industry that's it's not really regulated at the moment. So it's not like. It's not like pumping cards is 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 not, is not allowed. Like it feels like cuz then you cuz then the people say who they're buying and selling all the time but it, I don't know. It's we, it's this this whole complex of like we 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 are these content everybody and every, first and also everyone's a content creator. That's kind of the other thing. It's like it just because you're posting cards or just because you are posting stuff, you are creating content that's going out into the ecosystem that someone else is seeing and consuming, whether you think that that's what you're doing or not, and whether you think that that's, because granted, look, there there could be some, there could be one person that's following you that you're the only card person and they see all of your cards so they go out and they want to buy the cards that you have. That's just, that's just how it works. And like, influence shouldn't be it shouldn't be demonized or looked down upon. I think if, if there's nefarious stuff going on, I that that is obviously bad, but it's like I think there isn't as much nefarious stuff going on as everyone thinks there is, to be completely honest. And, I mean, like I said, if someone's doing something nefarious and they want to sell their cards and you want to... if I, I, under, I understand that if you want to... If you were planning on buying that card and then Vegas Dave talks about the card and it goes up in price and now you can't buy it, you had... You had so many months to buy Derek Carr. He's it's not like he's a rookie. It's not like he just started getting cards. Like you've had all this time to buy Derek cards, Derek Carr. So that's an example of like and I think that would work with mainly any card. Like I understand that maybe you expect some of these cards to go down and then when they don't go down you can't buy them, but it's like everybody had has months and months and months to buy these cards that like once once an influencer or once someone talks about the cards and the prices go up, I don't think that we can really say that. Like, I don't think I don't think it's fair to say that's not right. Uh, I don't know. And maybe this is more of a commentary on the hobby in general and influencers and you know I, the, the fact that I want to say that like, look, I'm not right about everything. I think I'd like to. I like to think that I am at least accurate and in the ballpark when I'm talking about stuff. But like when you're, and I, I, Joe Rogan has talked about this on his podcast, like 
when you record three hours or you record for him, he records three to four episodes a week that are three hours long. That's nine, that's nine to 12 hours worth of content that he's producing on a, on a weekly basis. And I'm not comparing myself to Joe Rogan. I like to, that's one of my goals. And one of the things I've written down as a goal is like, be like Joe Rogan's podcast. And that's why I think for me, I've looked at it and I say, if I'm not right 100% of the time, I'm okay with that. As long as if I'm not right, I at least figure out that I'm not right. And that I know that if I'm recording this podcast and I'm recording six to seven days a week, there's going to be times where I'm wrong. And there's going to be times where anybody producing content is going to be incorrect about something. And I don't, and I think that's okay. And I think that we, if you enjoy people's content, engage with it, watch the videos, uh, like the post, comments on, comment on the post. But like, I don't know. I, th- I think that if we if we can just enjoy stuff a little bit more, sometimes it feels like sometimes it feels like we try and look at the bad side of everything. At least this is my opinion, and I don't I don't necessarily do this, but this is what I've seen from seen from people who comment, seen from people who have commentary on the hobby. We try and find the negative side of most of most situations, and I think that if we were to just look at it and say if if it's negative. I don't know. It's and it's hard to. I, I understand that when people have something negative to say, it's they're more likely to say it than if they have something positive. Because for I don't know what that reason is. I, I have no idea. It's like like I see on TikTok. It's like, or even on on Instagram. Sometimes I'll see I'll post something and then somebody will say something negative and I'm like I, I don't even know how to respond because it's like, it's just it's just it doesn't. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to respond to this type of situation. Because I, I don't, because it's like, I like this thing and you're commenting saying you don't like it. So I don't know what you want. Like we're just on different sides of the, and I'm not going to try and convince you. That's kind of my other point is like, I'll say something. If you disagree, you disagree. If you agree, you agree. But I, I don't think it's, it's not my place. It's not my responsibility to try and convince you to think differently. I think, and, and I don't know, maybe this, that kind of contradicts everything that I just talked about on this podcast, but who knows? Um, but that's all I've got for this episode. That was kind of a rant, uh, a little bit, a little bit long. I don't know, not really long, but a little bit of a rant there. Um, that's all I've got. If you're listening to this on YouTube or if you're listening to it on uh, uh, iTunes or Spotify, uh, and you want to leave a review on iTunes, that'd be phenomenal. If you want to subscribe on iTunes, I'd really appreciate that. Uh, I want to thank you all for listening. Go follow on all the social medias. You know the drill: T- Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, Reddit, all those places. Thank you all for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.